Welcome everyone to Plastic Cars Podcast, episode 77. My name's Fonzie. I'm joined by my co-host, indie game dev extraordinaire, Gavin Jones. And just a disclaimer, you can keep up with the show at Plastic Art Pod on Twitter and email us to get on the show at Gmail, uh, Plastic H Pod. Uh, Gavin, how the hell are you doing? We're doing good over here, Fonzie. Back to you in sports, Steve. <laughs> As you can see here, I need that green screen. I have it set up and I can do just cool stuff there hide and like do that harry potter you know blanket thing i can kind of be a floating head yes exactly have you have you looked into i don't think you really you certainly don't need a green screen i really like your decorations in your background um i do have a very basic it's just literally the the green fabric and it's you know it works but it's just i have no use for it but uh right right I guess the only like situation there's like a nice elgato one where it comes out and it's like a reverse projector screen and you pull it up from the oh. base uh but again like i said you don't need it, it is like it sucks because you have the nice lighting but again now, now you just look nice um <laughs> so there's sort of that uh but yes i've been good uh very introverted weekend um but we'll dig into that in a little bit but yeah just <laughs> way too introverted weekend and now we're all hunkering down with some covid scares at work so uh just trying to trying to get through it and uh hoping hoping nobody dies so how, uh, yeah. <laughs> how about yourself? Well, nothing as extreme as over with your in your neck of the woods. Um, yeah, pretty pretty tame here. Um, also, didn't do much. You know, didn't like leave the house very much at all. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of going nuts. But I did go. We went on a like adventure out and a hike on over that same like rosin area. It was pretty cool, just driving around there and just getting outside somewhat. But that was pretty cool. It's so fucking pretty out there. Like even if you're just driving through town, waving yep. and like just. Yeah, it's got good, it's got good dick energy is what it's got. I, don't, <laughs> I, I think that's on the say, sign as you drive in, yeah. <laughs> Rosalind, good dick energy. I was just going <laughs> to say good, but it uh, it felt appropriate. Right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, but other than that, uh, you know what we did watch? We just started two episodes of Umbrella Academy Season 2 last night, and I'm well, fucking only- loving that intro to that new season. It's just so, like, here's what we are, we understand Bam, we're hitting you in the, in the nuts with this cool, just like intro. The intro. Uh, you know, well, oh, the, the well, very they, intro. They all like swoop around. And, right. And yeah, that was pretty fucking. I wasn't expecting it. I was like halfway cooking something. And then I look back and seeing all this shit going on. I'm like, okay, <laughs> breathe fucking wind. That can burn. Uh, this is more important. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And they, they start off right, right off the bat with that and then kind of, you know, wind it back to showing you what the hell is going to leads to that you know possibly but man it's something about like they really understand what they're doing it's very much a uh i get strong watchman vibes but like more fantastic four but like a fucked up version of the fantastic four it's but it's its own unique thing though at the same time i mean to me like the the sort of vibe of the show is like x-men by way of legion with the sort Mm. of legion style um but almost like plot wise it's almost kind of doctor who ish in the sense that you know you're getting you got your time travel you're trying to fix all this stuff there's weird entities uh you know in the shadows uh but at the same time it's it's fun uh and like fucking dark when it when it needs to flip that switch um (laughs) i i binged the whole thing uh oh nice over the weekend yeah and it's uh just just sort of my impression is um i thought i thought uh season one was very flawed uh in a very frustrating Mm. way like it could have been it could have been really good um i don't feel like season two is super flawed i i think 
some of the questions and and setups in season one that may have been a little frustrating. I feel like there was a lot of payoff uh, in season two, and that was really gotcha. good. I think the, my only complaint is for whatever reason, is it Luther? Is he the big ape guy? Yes. Uh, he's dumb. I don't. Why did they make him dumb? He was smart in season one. Uh, I haven't got to that point yet, but that's interesting. I haven't seen that. Yeah, he's just dumb. I don't know why they did this. <laughs> that doesn't make him more interesting. It makes him less interesting. Huh. So. Yeah, that's that is strange. I mean, and they don't seem to. I guess you know, I have got to that point, but they haven't given you a reason as to why, like the, a believable reason why he's been dumbed down, or does he just have less of a presence, or he's just making dumb decisions? I think that maybe that was part of it. Like if he if he was more interesting, then they'd have to give him more plot and more presence. Mm. Um, so he barely has a plot this season um but yeah i i was super happy with it and and the teaser at the end because of course they're going to do a teaser at the end oh yeah uh, has, has me way more excited for season three uh <laughs> they got so yeah i'm damn I'm, i think you're really gonna like it i i'd be curious to see if you're like me and you like it better than season one gotcha <clears throat> we'll see i mean i love that first season uh it makes me want to jump into the comics i know there's a ton of comics and sure. it's of course like written in part by the guy from my comical romance so it has just this unique style to it. And wow. um, yeah, no, I can't wait. I know they announced a new comic that branches off with that uh, Klaus guy. And it's, it kind of bridges the gap between points where he said, I think in the first season he gets sent back to like Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Right. And it kind yeah. of bridges the gap there. So it's like a whole series just with him in that time era. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, that's another thing too. So like, I think Klaus that, that Klaus, like as I get, as I get older, I'm way easier to make cry. Uh, and that class <laughs> episode, I think, was the only one that did it. Season one, uh, I think I cried like four. I, I like teared up four different times uh, this mm. season. So they're they're not afraid to go go right for the testes, uh, your emotional testicles. Um. <clears throat> gotcha. Right, yeah, right in the emotional testicle feels. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's really dope, and I think. And it's always the the case with shows where the second season, they kind of swing into really what they want to do. They understand the characters. And so I'm yep. really interested to see them all branch out. And I like this new setting because they all kind of want to proceed almost with this life that they've created. So I just want to see how that unfolds uh, further. But that that setting is such a like, really, it's a strength for this season. So and I'll be curious to see if that. It doesn't look like that's exactly what's happening with season three from like what little I've gathered. But yeah, they they fully use the the 62 or the 60, 62 and 63 setting to its fullest. Uh, Absolutely fantastic. So glad glad you're watching. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to after this, I'm going to jump back and and watch more. Um, It makes me think while I'm watching because it does take place in the 60s. I've always wanted them to take the Fantastic Four in that time era because that's also (laughs) when it was written to kind of originally take place in there. But for that series to just have this really bad luck with movies to bring them back to that you don't see a lot of uh, uh not, not cartoon but a lot of action sci-fi or, or comic movies rather in that era i feel like they could just do something unique there and be really colorful almost like it's a comic book come to life but in the 60s i just wish they would go back to that but so this gives me just a little bit of that and i've always in the back of my mind i could see fantastic four going to that era and just having a cool you know moment there Sure, sure. Yeah, I could, I could totally see that happen. I mean, with a lot of these, really, um, that'd be, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you play anything this week? <clears throat> I jumped around a little bit, kind of, uh, just schizophrenically played a bunch of random stuff. I did play more of, uh, of the Grounded, uh, the game Grounded, where you're oh, the really? Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, I, I it's. Don't think you told me you played it. 
yeah, I just uh, maybe like Tuesday, Wednesday jumped in, and it's really cool. It's it's fucking frightening. It's so goddamn scary. Yeah, because you're a tiny little dude, and you get to pick your character, and you're running around, and immediately you run into huge spiders, huge huge ants, and it's just it's my nightmares come to life. So getting over that hump, then it's actually you realize how fun it is because you get to just scrounge around for stuff and unlock. You know, the why are you even shrunken down in the first place? There's these cool little environments that are very much like Fallout, like. Uh, uh, and it's uh, what Obsidian doing it, so it has that kind of style to it. It's very cool. I really like how they're how they're wrapping everything up and making this unique little little world. And they're basically eating Fallout seventy six's lunch by making something that's more fun to play with people. <laughs> I, I guess I'd be really curious to see, like, you know, as Obsidian goes on, like, yeah, they're making a Skyrim, like they're making a Fallout, or, or I guess Skyrim style game. They're making a Fallout style game, uh, and then this to me seems so very different than anything. Uh, the Bethesda is working on like I'll be really curious when they solidify as a company what's going to be their sort of you know taste what's what's the flavor how do we when you see that trailer and you go it's going to be Obsidian it's going to be Obsidian like what's mm. what's going to be that thing I, I think they're off to a really fucking good start so glad glad yep. you're liking it I've I've definitely heard positive things about it although yeah, I, no, I hear it will not take it easy on you it is fucking there to wreck your camp to steal your shit uh, right. and to kill you regularly. <laughs> yeah, no, I died a bunch. And you can kind of adjust the difficulty settings. I haven't dumped, jumped into that. I know you can. There's an arachnophobia mode where you can either remove the spiders completely or make them smaller or kind of make them less common in the game. I might do that because it's... Although the feeling of that terror that actually, like, you feel it in your balls where you're running around, you see these huge spiders, you can you can hear them too, and you just go, nope, and you run the other direction. Like, I love a little taste of that feeling, but I just don't want to fight them. Like, I can't imagine actually getting that close to them, but I like how they manage that fear. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to see if that, that arachnophobia mode does really help. It does shock me the amount of people who literally can't play games if there's spiders in it. Um, Which, I mean, to me, because I don't have it, to me that seems, I mean, so strange. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not afraid of heights, but if you throw me into, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, all I can think of is the word Pacific Rim, but that's not it. Mirror's Edge, right? (laughs) Like, I wouldn't wouldn't be frightened of those. Like, yeah, it, it seems so strange to me, but that I've met so many people. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't say that I'm on that in that actual window of uh, arachnophobia, but I definitely don't like them and don't want them around me, especially, you know, 20 feet tall. So, but I can kind of get over that hump. But uh, yeah, I imagine there's people that for sure cannot do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Uh, What else you say you were jumping around? What else you play? Yeah. Jumping around, played that was actually playing some call of duty, uh, Warzone. jumping in there. That's kind of my comfort food. And it's, uh, it's just, it's very addicting to jump back in there play that mm-hmm. still chipping away at Tsushima I don't think I'll ever fucking finish that game but maybe I put in like three hours this whole week that was another thing it's like I'm just not putting enough time into it yeah. but I'm, I'm really taking my time with that experience um, and then really I did I jumped back into Half-Life because I told you over the weekend I actually put a pre-order in or an order for <laughs> the Oculus uh, Quest and I'm in a I'm very close and now finally fucking being able to play Half-Life Alex, and it's I'm I can't imagine how I've got to this point, but I'm here, and so I can't wait. I'm sitting by the door waiting for UPS to drop this off. 
but I've been playing through the uh, Half-Life games just mm-hmm. to kind of get back into that mode. And it's so easy to jump in and just sink so many hours into it because I was playing uh, episode two uh, recently. And it just right off, that, that one especially kicks you into the action right away. You're fighting the big bugs. You're, you're messing with the, the Gordon things. And it's just right off the bat, you're into the action. You have the grab gun from the get-go. Um, man, I just love that whole world and I can't wait to jump in. Heck yeah, dude. One of these days, I'll finish one of those games. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't let that slide, man. And they're so cheap now, and they're everywhere, and like they're right. so goddamn good. I feel like I should start with the the remake of one. Um, yeah, but I don't. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough. I don't know how well that one's been optimized for a P, for PCs across the board. I know my PC runs it pretty pretty well, but I just built it, so I don't know. In your case, if it's something that will you know will 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 bridge right. to to an older model, but. Yeah. graphically it doesn't look too nuts mm. it looks pretty i might have issues when i get to that like weird alien area um but yeah graphically oh, sure. it doesn't look too nuts yeah man i can't wait and i posted about you know uh, pre-ordering that oculus uh, quest and then you were throwing some hate my way but also online people are throwing some hate my, my hate my way saying like oh do you know that it's not on the the quest and i'm like i, I know it is on there you need a pc <laughs> And people are like, oh, well, do you have a PC? Because it's not only on the, the mobile version. It's like, yeah, I know that, dude. I didn't drop this money and that without going in blind. It's like I did my fucking research. It plays. And actually, after you mentioned that there were some kind of negative reviews, I read a, a bunch on it. There were some actual, like, uh, there's. it's not going to blow you out of the water on Quest, but it's definitely playable and runs fine on Quest. And that's really all I can hope for because I'm not going to buy the the index you know for another grand like I, I can't do that so this is my this is the only way i'm going in otherwise i was talking to you about playing that mod where you can play it on your like normal flat screen you know tv it's like that was the next thing i was looking at as an I'd, option, I'd be so. curious into sort of the reviews of the mod uh of that and does it still let you teleport because i think i right. i imagine from what i saw the demos it looks like teleporting is is ingrained into this and i imagine that's a good way of dodging bullets is teleporting um to specific positions so interesting interesting yeah i'm very stoked it comes uh the actual uh quest uh drops or delivers rather um this tomorrow so man um be jumping in once you get your covid uh, scare cleared away we can sanitize the hell out of this uh, this device <laughs> and i'll have you over and we'll play it there we go there we go we'll take it <laughs> nice but yeah other than that i mean uh not too much jumping around playing games sporadically but what about you uh what what did i play i played a bunch of stuff um so i played a ton of uh paper mario the origami king i've been playing that after work um i've been played that all this weekend um and i'm trying to i really don't want to quit i i've never personally finished a paper mario game including the first actually you know what i think i eventually finished the first one um despite having gotten almost to the end like five times um but yeah so i really want to finish this i'm now i just got to uh three fifths of the way done because there's five areas not counting the final one um so i'm a decent chunk in uh it's really good it's it's like it's still i still think it would be better with the traditional um battle system but the story is just like that's that's one of Paper Mario always been Paper Mario's strength is its story, and it's just it's just killing it. And mm-hmm. uh, there was definitely a moment where I thought, this is a fucking Nintendo game. 
because it, it got <laughs> shockingly dark uh, for a moment. Hmm. And because uh, it there there was definitely this moment where I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if this thing happened and then that thing happened? But they the way they did it, it kind of catches you. Uh, I don't know. You kind of maybe I forgot that I had that thought. And then when that thought became real, it's like, shit. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, it's like a saw situation where he has it like uh, saw off his arm. I'll, to get I'll, free tell you, I'll tell you after the podcast. It, OK, it, fuck. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible. It's super gorgeous. Uh, I do wish uh, my switch had a even solider. It is. I mean, the switch essentially, I mean, everything's solid state. So you'd think it load faster. But I wish there was mm. a way to even speed up the loading faster. Because uh, you downloaded would... this, right? I imagine you you don't have the cartridge. Yeah. I mean, even if I had the cartridge, it's a cartridge. Um, yeah. So well, I would say it would be faster if you downloaded, <clears throat> I, I, I imagine. But maybe there's no benefit to going physical versus digital in this case. I don't know. I'm honest mm. to God, not sure. Um, but aside from that, I played some more bug fables. I'm, I'm kind of playing the two side by side. Uh, still really liking the combat system in that. It is really hard um, because I, I'm wearing the metal that makes it harder. And that's really fun. Uh, so it's just weird because like bug fable doesn't have like that Nintendo touch uh, that yeah. Paper Mario has. But bug fables is still uh, it's still really fun. It's still really cute. Uh, it, it scratches some of that same itch. And then I played uh, some more Fall Guys. And I had a oh. bit more fun. I think this game's going to be more fun after it launches. And, um, you know, the player pool is bigger because right now matchmaking can take, you know, a little bit, <clears throat> but it's not out yet. It's still, you know, technical right. test. Um, but once it's out, I think that's going to be really a lot of fun if you can matchmake super quick and just get back into a game because it's super possible uh, to lose in the very first round and just get knocked out and then you got to restart. So it kind of sucks. Having oh, to okay. do that. Uh, and the other thing is the load times are kind of long. So between the rounds, you know, it's doing this this little roulette wheel uh, to kind of hide the load times uh, and make you wonder what's what what mode is going to be next. And uh, if yeah, if there's a way to improve those load times, um, <clears throat> that would that would just be great. But it runs really well. Uh, yeah. The collision, I was really worried about the collision. I would say flawless. I can't I can't see an issue uh, with the collision. The, I guess the only thing I can sort of see is like there's a soccer mini game and the, the soccer ball is a little bit jittery, but that's because you, you have to make it so it's not running on anyone's PC. It has to be off somewhere else. And sort of the update oh. on that on that turning is a bit wonky, um, but it's fun. I don't think it's super for me. It's it's kind of to me, it's sort of just kind of fun. Um, but I think streamers are going to have a blast with it. I definitely think it's worth the, what, 30 bucks that it costs. I think it's 20 bucks. Just 20. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally worth 20 bucks. Uh, I would say you're, you're more than getting your money's worth out of 20 bucks, uh, for that game. And just technically, I'm just so fucking impressed, uh, that, that it's doable and it's definitely doable. Uh, I, 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 I hope this, you know, encourages more people to make games like this. Um, yeah, I, I think it's great. Nice. I do want to jump in. It is. It uh, becomes uh, not free to play. It's uh, one of the PlayStation Plus free games uh, starting tomorrow, I want to say. So that, I've been waiting for that to, to wow. kick in. Isn't but, that uh, launch? Yeah, it's it's kind of a rare deal, but they got this secured to, to where it's, a, it's a, one of the free games this month. So, yeah. Wow. Hopefully that means they got a decent chunk of money. It's going to be cool, too, if they, you know, if they keep putting out more levels and more modes. Um, I mean, it's mm -hmm. all sort of the same, like, you know, go and tell somebody wins mode, 
but like within that they have different fun game types uh dude it's fucking neat there i it'd be great if there were like a split screen i think this would be really a lot more fun with your friends it'd be neat if you could just do like a small group of your friends and just like four of you um yeah they, they can they can go all sorts of directions with it really cool really cool nice yeah i can't wait to jump in i don't know if it's like cross-platform play uh with you know uh, playstation and pc i imagine you're playing this on pc right yeah but, uh, i hope yeah, I wanted... so right at the very least i can try and get this on pc at some point but uh, yeah it'd be cool for us to play together but yeah i mean uh, i've been hearing a lot of good things i know there was some kind of snafu over the weekend because the uh dev teams they put out like, a ton of codes to small streamers and with the intention for them to them give away to their to their crowd to their community but i guess some um weird sketchy streamers were then selling those codes saying like hey if you want to get this free code uh either you subscribe to me or you like or i'll you i'll just sell you this code and then the actual dev team had to say hey stop doing that and they gave a bunch away more just for free just straight up like release the code and say yeah okay streamers to get yeah yeah but some people are trying to sell them apparently so it looks like there will not be crossplay between pc and ps4 at launch is it not on other platforms is it not on well, Xbox? Uh, good question. I don't know. I think it is, but I don't know 100% sure. Um, it's just, um, it is more common for them to do crossplay stuff, but uh, I, I imagine with them going free on PlayStation this month, that makes you think they're not going to go cross-platform, you know, right off the bat, but maybe with some kind of other update, or at least with, with PlayStation 4 and PC, something like that. But I don't know for sure. Uh, looks like no currently. Mm. Um they haven't said they're against it so far is kind of what I'm reading. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they need to work out the, the mechanics or like the entire infrastructure first and then turn on the button that says cross-play, you know, and then, then open the floodgates. But yeah, I'm not sure. Are you reading any more about it? Yeah, trying to. Um, sounds like it may just... Uh, will only be available... So it may just... That may be it. It's just PC, PC and... Uh, uh yeah it's literally not coming to switch or uh, this would be perfect on switch i just don't know hardware hardware wise is it something more demanding the switch can't handle i can't imagine you think so it's just like a lot of unknowns uh all those character models and stuff that's going to be happening i gotta point my fan hold on slightly more yeah is it uh, a million degrees yeah go for it <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, Xbox that'd be that's too bad. Right. Huh. Yeah, that is a bummer. Um we'll see, but um yeah, I'm I'm interested cuz I was kind of really was on my radar and then you were talking about it, you're in the good spirits about it seeing the footage over the weekend. I'm actually uh now that it's free too, I'm very intrigued and I want to jump in and try this. That's a, that's such a strange move and they're saying no split screen co-op which i don't think would be that Mm. hard in that game to do it would be a disadvantage but if i had a buddy over i'd be willing to take that disadvantage um huh interesting yeah uh we'll see what they do with that uh any other games of the weekend nope that's it (laughs) yeah i mean same here just doing more vr research and getting ready and trying to clear out the room and do my stretches and all that reading you know what to expect when you're expecting vr (laughs) yeah (laughs) which someone needs to get on that book uh, asap but um yeah so uh, we can jump in some of the news Uh, i don't think i watched you know what i did watch uh, and i told you over the weekend but rewatch total recall 
um, for the first time in like a long time, actually sitting down and watching that movie, the original with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, <laughs> man, so good, so cheesy and dumb and just, but the effects are really fucking cool. Like they hold up in the sense that it's, you respect that they went the extra mile and because they had to, but they actually did a lot of the stuff. Like they have the cool, uh, effect where it's like a person, uh, they're under, they're in a disguise and then they're just had to kind of like shifts open. And then there's another person inside and that all happens in real time. Um, there's the Arnold Schwarzenegger like moment where his eyes are bulging out of his face, uh, stuff like that. It was just really cool. So creepy. So creepy. <laughs> it is genuinely uncomfortable. It is. Yeah. But it's just a testament to them, the actual effects, you know, of, of going the full, full extra mile and doing that kind of stuff. And I love those kind of movies. Yeah. Those, those practical effects, man, they, they get you. Oh yeah. Get you in the, in the, 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 the balls feels, what were we saying? The balls emotions or something like that earlier i can't <laughs> that I can't episode remember. of class T- tugging on your <laughs> tugging on your ball strings i don't there you uh, go. yep yep that's what they do i don't think we need to uh <laughs> i don't think we need to you want to leave some mystery there yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all righty gavin well yeah we can jump in some of the news here uh some light stuff this week this one will start off with some playstation news uh state of play returns this thursday august 6th so State of Play returns Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this is all taken from the PlayStation blog. Uh, what to expect? A focus on upcoming PS, PS4 and PSVR games. A quick check in on third party and indie games from June's PS5 showcase. Mm-hmm. But uh, the big one here, no big PS5 announcements. Um, so we're getting this, this State of Play next in three days. But there's no fucking PS5 news. How do you feel about that? Seems weird. I mean, I'm glad they said that well in advance and kind of hammered it home. For sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it is, but it's also like, uh, okay, so we don't get it this week. Mm-hmm. I feel like August has to be the last month for both Xbox and PlayStation. We got to get a price, let people start to pre-order, start the whole marketing campaign. It's got to happen like now. We're in the clutch moment where it's got to start, I would say. Dude, dude, they are in a hardcore game of chicken, and mm. nobody wants to lose this game of chicken. So I don't... Uh, it's going to be a while till we have dicks on the table for this one. We're going to get it like at launch at this point. I think you're right. And that must be what they're holding out for is each other to really wait to see on these, uh, who can undercut the, the other. Mm-hmm. It's just very strange to me. I mean, uh, you think you'd want to, I understand that argument that they want to wait for the other one, but also if you can start first and kind of take over that uh, media landscape uh, at least a week before the other one can actually adjust and, and change their price and, and whatnot. If you can be out there first with pre-orders, kind of announcing, hey, next gen is starting, we're the first ones. I feel like that there's also an argument there to take that route, but it seems like none of them want to do that. I think there's a solid chance that both of them have presentations and tweets ready oh, at yeah. multiple price points. So if at any point the other one gives their price, they immediately toss up their presentation, their tweets, all this stuff, at a hundred dollars less or fifty dollars less these companies are fucking ready now that's interesting i didn't think about that but i think you're 100 percent right yeah they'd have to be ready for all scenarios mm-hmm. so that they're just immediately ready to go um yeah and it's more just frustrating as a consumer i don't have the money to drop on these things but i just want to see them actually set a price set a date let let the whole machine start running and get some more there's still facts we don't know about the ps5 about the xbox start that whole thing just so we can spend the next two months three months rather, I guess, knowing what we're going to be saving our money for, putting our pre-orders down for. We still, there's a lot up in the air and it just seems frustrating to be playing this game of chicken. 
sure it's frustrating for them too. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and really what are they fighting for? Like $50, $100 over the competition. It's, I guess, you know, when you extrapolate that, when you, right, right. It does matter. Yeah. You're totally right. Yeah. I'm just fucking, I'm frustrated again. <laughs> and I, I certainly think with sort of the lack of a lot of exclusives, I think Microsoft needs to win that uh, more than Sony does at this point. So See, Yeah, and I could argue, or I would understand them going, realizing that and go, okay, we're going to make sure get our pre-orders first, maybe even already undercut the PS5 a little bit, projecting what they think it's going to be at, and just start it off. But they're both still just waiting to the last moment. Right. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting, but you know, I I think the other thing is like uh, Sony's clearly such a healthy platform that you know they're nearing the end of their life cycle, and so there's like we got so many games to announce for our current system, and there's probably going to be a ton of support uh, for Sony uh, as we transition into the next, and obviously for Microsoft, they're they're kind of making it a little bit easier on people um, with that easy upgrade system. Right. Um, yeah, be interesting. Yeah, you're totally right. I mean, it's it's not like there's enough on our backlogs anyway. So, you know, there's so much stuff. Right. I barely, I'm like, you know, three hours into Tsushima, but I'm over here whining about seeing what the PS5 is going to drop. And there's enough that we can already play that's already out now. So it's not the end of the yeah. world. We can wait a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll stay on the PlayStation news here. We got Spider-Man coming to Marvel's Avengers exclusively on PlayStation. So this dropped today. Uh, Jeff Adams, the associate art director of Crystal Dynamics, was on the PlayStation blog. It's never been a better time to be a Spider-Man fan. The team at Crystal Dynamics, along with our partners, are overjoyed that we get to be a part of this hero's gaming journey. We can't wait for you to add Spider-Man to your Marvel's Avengers roster in early 2021. As we promised before, he will be available at no additional cost to owners of the base game exclusively on PlayStation. Thank you for your time, and I hope you enjoy playing Marvel's Avengers when it launches on PS4 September 4th, 2020, and comes to PS5 later this holiday. So this one seemed like a, not a no-brainer, but I understand that you know Sony has that deal with marvel with 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 uh spider-man to kind of have him there it made sense to me going forward before the announcement that he would go there and it'd be some kind of exclusive deal but -hmm. the internet kind of lit on fire and was very angry that this is a this is in the line of a lot of announcements of exclusivity that i think are burning or turning off gamers more and more when they're announced i mean what what do you expect like this is this is how you get more money as exclusive so i don't (laughs) that's a fair yeah that's what i thought you know i understand that it is going to rub people the wrong way but i expected them to do such but um it it opened up this other argument of uh gamers or at least on the internet being vocal and being upset when there's these exclusive deals that lock out content with to everyone else but Mm -hmm. when uh when also the industry is kind of moving forward of cross play and having everyone's dlc being unlocked and so it's Mm -hmm. like these two different narratives that are happening at the same time i think people are upset about that uh, we have someone in the chat. Nikki Muffin says beta question mark. Uh, I think that's reference to the beta for Marvel's Avengers. There is a beta happening soon. And I don't know if you've seen some of the trailers they've shown off of that game, uh, Marvel's Avengers. So they're talking about the beta. It's fully crazy fleshed out. There's like there's a lot of content in that beta. You have to, you do have to buy the game that gives you access to the beta. But there's for, a bunch of stuff. Oh, you can for, play the beta for it. You can. This is coming up. I want to say end of the month, very soon. The Marvel's Avengers beta for the game. Um, but they put out trailers about it. There's a ton of content in that beta that uh, is pretty nuts. But I always kind of like lukewarm on that game before I watch. And it's like a 10 minute mantra or footage. And it's it, may, it leaves me more positive on that game. But um, that beta is coming up soon. So I think that's what they're referring to. Clearly, I need to uh, to see this because, yeah, I, I know so 
uh, very little uh, about this. That uh, I think a lot of people are in the same boat. Uh, you kind of have to somewhat seek out the information. They had a press conference de dealio showing it off, but I don't think a lot of people understand what this thing is. And I think that's a, a testament to their marketing. I don't think they're hitting those points. And it's also kind of a complicated game to show off too. It's kind of like a Destiny meets Marvel with this multiplayer aspect. So it's not as easy to show off as say like Spider-Man on PS4, show off the trailer, you get a sense of what you're getting, but this one's a bit more complex. Are you, so you're feeling better about it then now? I am. I don't know if it's enough for me to buy outright like 60 bucks for the for the um, release of the game just to play the beta, but I can see now more what the game is. There's a ton of content. You can swap out characters. It seems like there are specific missions for the characters you play as. They're going to add DLC uh, Marvel Avengers characters in the future. Like the first one that you get is uh, Hawkeye. He gets his own like a uh, somewhat storyline that you play as uh, it's pretty in depth. Like I didn't realize how in depth it was, it was going to be. I was definitely on the fence and some of the footage looked just a bit like, uh, I don't know, like if it was trying, like almost an older game being shoehorned into this newer, you know, sure. thing. But um, yeah, I, I feel positive about it. I don't know how it's going to end up when reviews come in and all that, but it's a game that they're setting up to evolve. It's like a, um, a service kind of thing where they're going to keep adding characters, keep changing stuff. It's not just a one-off say like Spider-Man was. Huh. All right. All right. Didn't didn't know that. Wasn't aware. I'd be yeah, absolutely curious to uh yeah, kind of see what uh and you said you will be able to play the the beta or if you purchase the game, yeah. So if you pre-order ah. the game, you get access to the beta. That's the caveat, and uh, I don't think it's big, enough. Uh, right. Right. And it wasn't enough. Uh, go ahead. Oh, it just wasn't what they showed off was cool, but it wasn't enough for me to plop down sixty bucks mm -hmm. just to get on that beta. Are you being attacked or abducted? What's yeah, some fly has discovered my, uh, is that a wasp? Oh, God. It's a wasp. Kevin, get out of there. How'd you even get in here? Has, uh, he discovered my, uh, light. Oh, no. Like a full-blown wasp? Like the Pepsi wasp or whatever that was thing in the, in the news recently? I happen to have a fly swatter in here. Okay, well, Gavin... <laughs> goes hunting for this wasp uh we'll remind everyone you can email us uh, plastic h pod to get on the show get your question comment right on the show you can follow us on twitter as well uh twitter.com slash plastic heart pod to keep up with the show get gaming news talk to us directly there see what we're up to and gavin is still <laughs> hunting for this thing i want to get a live uh let's get a live feed of him searching around his house so he's now out of frame uh i hear broken glass cursing okay he's back in uh gavin i was hotly uh anticipating you so did you make it alive or what happened i think it flew away <laughs> i have no clue how it got in here my cat is giving me the strangest look like what the fuck are you just doing <laughs> yeah wouldn't your cat attack it naturally too so is it something that only you can see so that's sort of my concern is that mm. uh if he attacks it he's gonna get like stung and potentially hurt oh sure so I just have no clue how it got in. No open windows or anything? No AC going that would allow for it to droop, get its way yeah. in there? There's, there? there's nothing open. Like, unless it somehow snuck in through the cat door, which would be tricky. Yeah, especially one lone soldier just kind of venturing off. Hmm. Is it the kind where they dangle their feet in like a gross way, where they're just dragging their feet along? Have you seen those types of bees, types of wasps? Isn't that all wasps? I guess so. There's some that like their their feet are fucking extra long and they're just dragging their feet over everything as they zip around. 
Hmm. I hate those ones. All right. Well, that was a that was a dumb insight <laughs> for the. Uh... Well, keep an eye on it though. I don't want you to get fucking stung, you know, right here and now, and I'm somehow a part of it. <laughs> Gonna call into work after that. Sorry. <laughs> got it. Got the COVID from a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're still alive again, we'll keep moving on to the next one. This one has uh, some pretty interesting Nintendo rumors that I guess are substantial. So we'll get into it. Uh, Nintendo reportedly planning Mario remasters for Switch to celebrate Super Mario's Super Mario Bros. 35th anniversary. So this is Adam Bakers of IGN. Further details have emerged in the ongoing reports that Nintendo will re-release many Mario games for the series' 35th anniversary. VGC has added to, its, uh, added to its report that Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy will be treated as a special anniversary collection rather than straight ports of the Switch. Its own sources also support early reports about the port of Super Mario 3D World, which is allegedly set to be a deluxe edition with new levels and content. Uh, Eurogamer has also confirmed parts of VGC's report, and its sources have indicated that Super Mario Galaxy is indeed one of the games being readied for remaster alongside a couple of other 3D Mario favorites. In addition, VentureBeat's own sources claim that the new paper that a new Paper Mario game is in development and intends on returning to the series' roots, as seen in Nintendo 64 and GameCube. They've said that GameCube. every time. They've said that literally every time. Or the leaks, the reports, the rumors. Ah. Put no faith in this, people. This is... <laughs> All, all two of you in chat, and a second ago when I checked, there was two, so hi. Um, well, count the B in this one, so three. Yeah, the, the wasps, my cat as well, that's, that's four people. For no faith. For no faith. I'd love okay, it. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, me too. And it's it's also something I take with a grain of sand, grain of salt. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they these games are so ripe for to be be brought back to the most popular console, which is the the Switch, you know, and at least in, in Nintendo's world recently, bring those games back. So it's a no-brainer, but Nintendo classically doesn't do what you want them to do. So right. there is also that, you know, wild card in the whole thing. But it's it seems substantial, the fact that IGN, Eurogamer, VentureBeat, they're all talking about the fact that there's rumblings of this. I don't know how far in development or is this something that would get canceled or if it's real in the first place, but, you know, it's it's hopeful. I'm hopeful. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> well, we might uh, we might end it there because Gavin is gonna get uh, eaten alive. Oh Jesus! Okay, so we'll go back to the Gavin cam and watch him uh, kill this this bee live on air. Uh, I don't see it. No, um, it must be right off camera. So I can see the room. Got a beige, very bland beige wall, similar to like a serial killer would have. No art, no pictures of loved ones, and I see a. a some kind of rowing machine in the back. Um, he's still searching for this this bee here. Um, got that leather leather chair, gaming chair. He's got no pants on. He's searching for this bee. Interesting. Yeah, so it just it just disappeared. Huh. So I wonder if the fan. Oh, okay. So he's he's now seeing it. He's locked in. Looks like he's ready to pounce. Okay, nope, he's more disturbing and flapping at it. Oh, there's a crunch. Oh, he's he's got the the, the anger. The the look of anger in his in his eyes is is disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You got it. Nice. So you 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 successfully That's defeated how we this beat. <laughs> Was it like a Dark Souls uh, uh boss battle? Like, well, how is it going down? I couldn't see off screen. Oh yeah, brother! <laughs> it was flying right into the light, and I said, "Continue on into that light." 
<laughs> for, for real, I think it was just like it looked like it's like it's just grinding its head into my studio light. Oh. Um, I was like, I fucking now. <laughs> do you think the do you think the fan when you kicked it on kind of disturbed it and moved it up into where you could see it again? What? I wonder if it was starting the fan up, like you know, brought him out of his slumber, and then then it, that's when he started flying around. I don't. I would just guess the studio light. These but mm. love these things. Sure. Um, that was. <laughs> Could you see it, was... it like that time? It like it was like right here. No. Right back and forth. All right. I wish. I just saw your, you kind of like, uh, you cried for a second. I think you called 911, and then it, somehow you, at the last minute, you were able to crunch it. I heard a crunch or a, a slap at the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got something anyway. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad you, you hopefully it doesn't come back from the dead and, and somehow get its revenge. It's trapped under a Pringle can, so if it does, um, gotcha. we'll get it. <laughs> Very exciting, Gavin. Dang, I'm glad you came out with your life on that one. Huh? <laughs> so we'll switch on to the next one here we got uh we'll see what else you kill in the meantime uh halo infinite's multiplayer will be free for everyone to run at 120 fps this is game spots uh james carr halo infinite's multiplayer component will be free to play and will support 120 frames per second on xbox series x 343 industry 343 industries announced this on twitter stating the more details about the game's multiplayer will be shared at a later time for now we'd like to call it halo free we're very sorry that's from GameSpot. there <laughs> halo infinite campaign was, was shown off during the xbox event early in july but 343 industries has yet to show any footage of the game's multiplayer component or offer details beyond confirming that the multiplayer will be available at launch mm-hmm. uh, uh so let's break this down game how you feel about them announcing free to play and I guess the extra tidbit that it can run at 120 frames per second, you know, uh, assuming the Xbox Series X can reach that or your PC can reach that. I, I bet it's doable. I, I think it's very doable, I'm sure. Um, at 4K is sort of the question. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know if they've said at 4K or if you have to dip down to 1080p. At 4K at 120, 120 frames per second, it's pretty nuts. At least in the PC world, it seems like that's a hard thing to do, but I don't know. What about the free-to-play component? That wears me out. I'm like, you've mm. got this game that people were going to buy it, no matter what. Basically, unless these reviews are in the garbage, tons of people are going to buy this thing. Why? 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 Um, it seems so strange to me. Um, it, you know, I don't necessarily... And maybe that just speaks to how expensive this game is to make. Um, certainly it sounds like infinite is less of a numbered title and more of a platform for the future of halo. Um, so I guess having some sort of free to play instance of it, um, that being said, I personally think, uh, the, if, if they're going to support it with, you know, microtransactions and cosmetics, uh, I think that, uh, the cosmetics for, you know, halo, I think at one point, uh, were very cool. For the industry uh everyone's mm. making their own cool spartans uh now compared to you know your fortnites and your fortnites and your league of legends with all these off the walls crazy skins you know i guess that to really compete they have to go to that level and at that level it's not really going to feel like a halo so i feel weird about it i do um but that being said like microsoft's giving away so much free shit so are they just treating this as free shit um 
Microsoft, what the fuck is your plan? Uh, <laughs> just like, just give us like a, a smidgen of a sneak preview because uh, we're all very fucking confused. Um, it is uh, when they made that announcement, uh, I guess I wasn't uh, reacting as uh, negatively or, or had as many questions. It seemed like that was a, a good move, but I understand that. Yeah. At the face of it, it seems like, why would you uh, shy away from the amount of money this could make uh, unless that this is a, a kind of landscape that has changed since the, the previous Halo games where you, in order to compete with these juggernauts, you have to have some kind of free-to-play component just to make it easy for people to jump in, and then they spend their money on other things elsewhere, and that right. ends up being way more than they would spend for just the 60 bucks uh, for the title itself. I don't know. They have experts that, like, that pick that apart. Right, right. And it could, you know, there was my theory that if we're allowing, you know, we've got these amazing tools to make tools, if, if Forge is really enhanced and, and people on PC can take this game and make these amazing modes and mods and you can get those on console, um, you could almost think about it like Team Fortress or, or, or any of the, the Valve you know, Counter-Strike games where it's just going to have this vibrant community and everyone can hop in. So maybe. Maybe that, that's just going to make this game blow up like gangbusters, but I still think even if you charge $60 for that, I still think it'd blow up. So, yeah, it's so strange. Um, now, they could go the route that really all of them do. They ha- It is free to play, like, say, with Apex, with uh, Warzone, with Fortnite, but you have to pay that uh, that battle pass every, you know, three, four months. So there's a way to get 10 bucks, 15 bucks there, aside from all the cosmetic stuff. And they do have, you're, you're right where it's like, what are they going to do cosmetic wise? They do have a lot of history with Halo now with all the different versions of Master Chief or the other different Spartans. So people could, they could mine that now and let you choose, you know, different characters, different versions of, of Master Chief throughout the years. And that could be like the next, the drops that come out in the next couple months. And on top of all the different armor uh, adjustments you can do, I think it was Halo 3 let you, was the first one to let you really customize your Master Chief or your, your character. Or you could yeah. add all these different like geometry and there's like that cool samurai helmet they had. So they've, they've tried that. So I think they could lend that over. And they've done that with the previous ones. I just didn't play them as much. But um, right. that, that would be the hurdle to make sure there's enough to keep people buying something in that world. Well, that's the thing with that, like that samurai helmet. Would you pay for that? Mm, yeah, I mean, I don't know. In this world, when it's, I think there's a weird mental thing where if the game is free, you end up being okay paying three, four bucks for something every once in a while. I do that with Fortnite, where if there's a cool dumb dance or like there was a hot dog suit recently, I bought it and I don't play that game at all. But I thought it was a cool little suit, and so I spent ten bucks right there for a game that. Either I'm not going to play or I spend that once a month or something. So it's like, I guess it's all, how do you get money out of people in these different unique ways? And they've kind of set this landscape or Fortnite has where now people are expecting something different. And so, but you can work with that model and potentially get more money out of consumers that way. But it's, it's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, with this weird balance where how do you do it without being predatory, making sure they get something that's worthwhile, but also enough to keep the lights on. I don't know. Right. And, you know, is is there going to be such thing as a season pass? What would right. that mean in regards to this game? I still don't know what 90% of all the season passes out there mean. Um, to, like, to me, that, that concept is so strange. Uh, hmm. But I'm also, I'm also the asshole that just straight up doesn't pay money in free-to-play games. Um, <laughs> I haven't since League of Legends. Yeah. Um, well, you have I, that option as a consumer. Like, I don't think there's anything yeah. negative about that. To a certain degree, I, I if someone's putting a game out there that's free to play, you and you've put in tons of hours. Realistically, you should. 
Um, that being said, with games like, you know, I was I, I took odd a dumb odd pride in never opening a loot box in uh, Overwatch. Because right. um, I was just like, I like this game as is. I don't need stupid skins, uh, which is like, <laughs> who cares? Honestly, if you're, you know, you paid your 60 bucks, you can have cool skins without paying money. You don't have to pay money. But for some reason, that was my thing. I actually opened one by accident once. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my that's my dumb thing. But yeah, you totally should. If if you've put tons of hours in a free to play game, absolutely put money back into it that's just it's it's kind of the right thing to do um right no and i use that same mantra too and that's why fortnite i have no problem buying these dumb little things every once in a while because they give me all this content for free but you know in a nutshell like i don't have to actually pay for anything it's just always there i think it's even free on playstation network you don't have to have their subscription service to play online um so there's even that extra tidbit but uh yeah i think it's i think it's fair and kind of makes sense for them to follow this this model um and maybe this is the thing that that helps this franchise by getting just more players invested in it. And, you know, because that was kind of the hurdle. They've lost some of those consumers. There's so much competition now. There's a lot of people that would go, ah, I just don't want to pay the money to jump in there. I have my ecosystem. But if you make it free, there's no excuse and anyone can jump in. And now they're a Halo fan. They're buying Halo stuff. They're buying stuff in the marketplace. They're excited for the next one. And we've got the 12-year-olds. Because that's, and maybe that's part of it. It's like the young generation, I don't know that they give a fuck about Halo. They may right. not. So potentially yeah. something. I think you're very right where uh, it's the market has changed. The landscape has changed where you have to kind of get those younger uh, consumers, those younger fans in there. And this is a way to get them in. And when, and also if they, a lot of them are used to and expect some kind of free to play landscape, then you kind of need to play ball on their terms, but still have the stuff that's going to make them want to pay money when it comes down to it. Does that mean Master Chief is going to be doing the floss dance? I don't know. But I also wouldn't be mad at it if he's doing these cool. We're uh, still you gonna know. be teabagging people. <laughs> that's like, true. That's not going to change. I'm not gonna be doing my dances. I'm a teabag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, teach these youngsters what up. It does mean yet it's yet another generation of Halo where we're getting screamed at from ten decibels up from some mm-hmm. twelve year old. Um, that's life, whatever. man. That's that's how it goes. Yeah, it wouldn't be Halo without it, I guess. <laughs> It's uh, the circle of life is complete when you get your, yeah, your 10 year olds uh, kicking your ass and also talking more shit than anybody else. Right. Um, but we do have the, yeah. So I see in here, three, four, three responding to the uh, demo criticism, um, which is, is, is certainly interesting. Yeah. So they, over the week they talked to, they actually responded to some of the criticism that was going around when they initially showed that footage. So this is from three, four, three, three, four, three industries, community manager, John, John, John I can pronounce that correctly. I responded in a blog post about the negative feedback on the graphics and the recent Microsoft event demo. First, we want to acknowledge that yes, we've heard the feedback coming from parts of the community regarding the visuals in the Halo Infinite Combat campaign demo. We've read your comments. We've seen the homemade examples of retouched content. And yes, we've heard the digital foundry assessments. In many ways, we are in agreement here. We do have work to do to address some of these areas and raise the level of fidelity and overall presentation of the final game. The build using the to run the campaign demo was a work in progress from several weeks ago with a variety of graphical elements and game systems still being finished and polished. We don't have firm answers or outcomes to share yet, but the team is working as quickly as possible on plans to address some of the feedback around detail, clarity, and overall fidelity. The team is committed and focused on making sure we have a beautiful world for players to explore when we launch. Um, that, that sounds good on paper. It's good for them to respond and be conscious of it. Do you think they have really enough time to, to change much, though? 
<laughs> especially in the world of we know that when stuff is like down to the wire there's so much crunch involved you're adding crunch on crunch now if you're expecting them to really change if if they weren't planning on overhauling everything like this is a lot of work assuming they don't they don't push this thing so what can they really do <laughs> right <laughs> it's it's a lot so maybe they could maybe they just <laughs> I guess it's like good faith to reach out to community and say this thing, this kind of uh, response. But at the end of the day, I don't think there's much they can really change. And I wouldn't expect them to. You kind of just have to keep going forward. And otherwise, that means extending this thing, like pushing the date or compiling the crunch on top of that. And nobody wants that either. We're all more conscious of that now. So like something's got to give. I Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty concerned. Um mm. Uh, and the like i had heard that the build was old i didn't hear a couple of weeks old i i i you know i was hoping for a couple of months old uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know if they say a couple or a few or what you know it, it's an issue i definitely did see you know watching the gameplay and they even mentioned it in one of the articles that um you know they are trying to go with a more classic style right. um but yeah the lighting isn't quite uh right here um the the digital foundry i mean yeah if if you're really interested go watch the digital foundry video on it um they do a fantastic job of breaking down uh what exactly is wrong um so yeah we'll we'll see if they can pull a rabbit out of their hat but that being said uh those technical artists uh are gonna have their hands fucking full right till launch so yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of frustrating where I don't think I as I marinate on this footage, I'm not insanely mad at it. I feel like if they were to ship something like this as long as it's fun, I'm okay. They can maybe add slight adjustments from here to launch, but it's not going to be anything drastically different. I'm okay with how it looks and also if it means them having to like I don't know, like the amount of work that would have to be done is is got to be monumental. So, I would expect I, w- I wouldn't expect any crazy. So, just keep going forward and just release this thing cuz otherwise the option is pushing this forward. Uh, release date wise so just just release what you have i don't think it's the end of the world but there's you know people that were i guess you know different feelings of it online um it's rough man it's rough you don't want this to hear this i imagine as a dev you're so close to release you show this off and then there's this overwhelmingly negative you know feedback and there's not much they can do at this point oh they fucking knew (laughs) Mm. (laughs) i'm sure like like it goes back to again to that uh to the uh the technical artist they knew they knew there was going to be you know and they've been but they're on a deadline they're on a very strict deadline that's not getting pushed um this is what happens so yeah i think you're right where it almost hurt them because they want to Microsoft wants to have this thing released with Xbox One X because, or the Series X because it hasn't happened since the original. There's all this stuff that the stars, they want the stars to align because it just seems, uh, it's just way stronger of a, of a launch to have these things aligned. But the reality is, and stuff gets pushed all the time, especially when we're dealing with this. So I think they maybe had to cut corners just to get to this point to make sure they're releasing the date. Um, so yeah, but it's it's, it's, it's been tough. in development for like forever. It's Apparently. Here since the last Halo. Um and while I'm sure, you know, it, you know, a lot of that time they're prototyping, they're trying out new things, they're still designing. There's a lot of time between like full blown production. Um, yeah. Yikes. Now, what if the 
because some of the stuff I've read, they in that one blog post, they mentioned they're working with the um, there's like an expert league or there's a this really renowned league in Halo. They're working with those esports players, rather. That's what I'm thinking of. They work with them to to adjust the the combat and the multiplayer. They said they work from them from day one. That could be a marketing thing for sure. But what if the combat and the mechanics are just exactly on point, solid? What if they nail that, but then the visuals look this way? I feel like I'd prefer them to dial in that the feel of everything, and I'm okay with them, um, you know, just being a little bit relaxed on the graphics if it comes down to one or the other. Sure, sure. I th- I think the only thing is there's so many games where at this point we can get both mm. and people want both and i i think with halo we kind of deserve both um so yeah. not to not to you know be entitled um but yeah i i, I think both sh- should have been on the table um and it's weird that it's not um yeah I think that's fair. Unless they pull this rabbit out of their hat, and maybe they do. But yes, gameplay is the most important. It seems like they're going back to something kind of classic. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's a lot of fun. Hopefully that single player's got that posh that's gonna, you know, make it really memorable. You know, you're still, you know, for these people that aren't getting it free on Game Pass, which at this point, why do you not have Game Pass? Uh, maybe you have yeah. <laughs> PlayStation. Um, but yeah, for those people that don't, um, you know, you, you still got, you're going to get your money's worth um, out of that single player, hopefully. Um, you're, you know, you're not going to necessarily get your money's worth out of the multiplayer, <laughs> or I don't know how to quantify that, uh, really. Um, it's going to be a weird start to the generation if this game is bad. That's all I can say. I think you're right. It's going to be a very sour taste in everyone's mouth, especially with Xbox kind of crawling back into the fray and, and showing, you know, uh, creating more stronger, a stronger presence, you know, with uh, uh, the competition. And so to them make all these um, advancements and then to drop the ball with Halo, it's, it would just suck. And so I'm hoping that's not the case. And they, like you said, are able to pull it out of the hat the last minute. Um, but also it's like, you don't, don't take over that property. Don't entrust it with a team that can't handle it. Cause this is, that's what people demand. So you have to also make sure that everything's on point because the people will tear you to shreds if it isn't because it's halo. That's arguably one of the biggest fucking franchises ever. So you cannot drop the ball. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll... I'm, I'm worried, but realistically I'm not that worried about the gameplay. I think the gameplay looked good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they're doing something ambitious. So hopefully, hopefully we're happy. Yes, I agree. Uh, so let's move on to the next one. We talked about this a while ago. You had brought it up as well. Uh, the analog pocket. So pre-orders are did sold we out. Talk about this? I don't yeah, know you had did. You added to the docket uh, not too long ago. You were talking about it, and the pre-orders actually went live. Uh, yeah. I want to say today. Um, so analog pocket pre-orders are sold out, but companies making more. So this will actually, it's not in the article, but yeah. the pre-order sold out in 15 minutes. So there's that. But, uh, Dave Thera Forbes has the article here. The much anticipated pre-orders for the high end portable analog pocket are already sold out shortly after going live. The consoles themselves won't be shipping until May of next year, but it seems like a ton of gamers are good enough on at planning ahead that they're willing to plunk their money down early. Analog says that the company will be producing more to meet the clear demand. 
The company already pushed back the ship date for the first round of pre-orders, citing difficulties surrounding the global COVID-19 crisis. The Analog Pocket is a high-end retro gaming device designed to play old cartridges in a modern context, recreating the old hardware and playing the games on a fancy new screen. It plays Game Boy Family cartridges out of the box, but adapters are available for other cartridge-based systems, such as the Game Gear, Neo Geo, and Atari Lynx, and it is priced at $199.99. Um, Gavin, uh, did you were you able to get your pre-orders in for this thing? Nope. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> expensive, isn't it? How much is it? Yeah, so it's uh, it's two hundred bucks. Yikes! It's a uh, right. big yikes for me, bud. Um, <laughs> that being said, it looks cool. I I I hope it's comfortable in the hand. Um, my concern. So, will it? Is it kind of like because the the company I believe makes those other really cool um, emulators where you can put in the different cartridges and use them. Can mm. you like those emulators download the game to your system and then emulate it from there? Because uh, my concern, and this is the thing I dealt with uh, with my with my Game Boy Micro, uh, is that um, these um, the memory uh, in these cartridges requires a battery um, to um, just just maintain the data. It's a very sure. small battery um, that, you know, with there, these people didn't figure, you know, people are going to be playing these games more than 20 years later. And at least one of my very favorite games uh, from my DS, uh, the battery's gone. So, you know, I, I'd be playing through, I think it was Mario and Luigi or something like that. And regularly, um, it just reset my file. So these games are at that point now where your saves are going to get erased. So can we can we at least download our game? I guarantee you could fit tons of memory into this thing, um, especially with how small these uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advanced and a lot of these games are. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's my big concern. Can you download to the system? Yeah, I guess is there any copyright or legal stuff that would stop that from happening? Or can you make some way to ensure... I don't know. I mean, you can't really prove that you paid for this thing. You, know, you just have the cartridge, right? So is is that the hurdle, just like the logistics of copyright stuff, you think? I mean, with the Retron, um, which I believe you... is the makers of this. Mm. Um, yeah, because that lets you play whatever you already own. Yeah, they were fine on that. So yeah. what would be, I guess... But you're the... talking about downloading your version of the entire game onto that device itself. Right. Let's see here. Who's the maker? So this is the... The Analog Pocket. Yeah, I mean, I wish there, there was some kind of like... I mean, there's copyright laws, that, but it takes like 80 years to pass or whatever. But with these, in, these games, particularly if, where they're so old and they're not in circulation anymore, let people just copy if they have the physical version of that game. Just let them copy it over so they can continue playing it because it's not like they're able to be a new copy is able to be purchased anyways. I guess on the you know, Nintendo marketplace, you could potentially buy some of this stuff still, but yeah, this is a, this is a hella slick website though for these people. Mm. And uh, I really, really liked, okay. So it's not the people that made the retron. Um, Are they just called I, analogs at the company? Hey, possibly I'm going to go with yes. Um, yeah, I guess now you're, hmm. Uh, some of their other consoles are looking pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah. NT Mini. Um, I guess that's a Nintendo. Ooh, it comes with four controllers out the gate for however oh. many games 
included right. that. It's uh, <laughs> neat. Interesting. What do you think the price point would have to be for you to drop uh, some money on this and actually purchase a thing like this? This thing, the analog pocket. Yeah. Um, I think two hundred bucks is fine. Yeah. Um, I just you know, not right now. But yeah, I I definitely do that. There's so many classic games I have in this. Um, and if I didn't say it already, did I say I like the triggers? I'm kind of spacing out on my own. Uh, no, no, I can't see. Oh yeah, the the triggers are are, are in the back of the unit here. Yeah. Um, they look really dope, really slick. Yeah, that looks nice. And the buttons, the fact that you have the top two are indented and the bottom two are. Um, so you have two that are convex, two that are concave. The D-pad mm. looks comfortable. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that start and select buttons. There's there are a fair amount of games that'll that require you to kind of press those games quick and and whatnot. So right, uh, yeah, it's very slick, like something that Apple made. I mean, it has that kind of flair to it, where it's very stylized, sexy, and um, yeah, I really dig this this device. Yeah, no, I I totally put my penis in it. Um, <laughs> and can. Like, no. <laughs> that's good to hear they should put that on the box as well that's a good uh, ringing endorsement drunk devs i'd put my penis on it on it or in it on the on the website they're showing off uh what's it called golden sun which is totally if i had it that's why i'd be playing i mm. do i definitely like i'm sure the screen is going to be ridiculous quality oh um, yeah for sure so we need I wish there was a way I could try it before I buy it. That's a thing. Um, yeah, it's tough. I guess you'd, I mean, maybe when uh, the units actually arrive, people do the YouTube videos, but if you actually knew somebody like they had one, you could hold it in your hand, something like that. But there's not going to be any Best Buy kiosks. They're going to allow people to be sharing this thing. And yeah, so there's no way to do that. Uh, that's a hell no. I'd also be curious <laughs> as to the uh, battery life on this. I think, let's see, it's sure. the charger. I bet it's got a huge battery life, I would think. Oh, that hard case is so ugly. Mm. Oh, Jesus, no. God, no. Hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, that probably won't even protect it. You could probably drop it in that thing and it'd shatter both. Oh. Um, and there's GB Studio, so you can bring your own game ideas to reality with zero programming knowledge. Uh, you probably did a little bit. Uh, <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm stoked for it. I'm glad people are buying it. And if anything, that just shows that they're going to produce more of this. There's a demand for it. And maybe we can drop the price a bit and just get more people in there. But yeah. There's a, there's an HDMI uh, output on this thing. Oh. So, and I, I think that connects to your dock as well. So can you just use this thing like a Switch, like use an Xbox controller uh, and then, or nice. maybe the other controllers? I'd be, I'd be curious to know more about the capabilities of this in docked mode. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a game changer too. If you can just sit on your couch and play these old games, assuming the HDMI up-res ability is you know, good enough. I know there's, there's like diehard enthusiasts that really pick that stuff apart, but um, yeah, as long as it can upscale in a cool way, then yeah. Because all these are like we're in that weird square format, but I guess there's things to do where you can make it look cool still. Yeah. Nice. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yep, so all their all their, their stock is sold out, but they're going to make more, and and so we'll have the ability to pre-order eventually for their next run. Uh, Gavin, this next one, I thought of you when I saw this, just some more Rainbow Six Siege news. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, Six Siege goes cyberpunk for the Mute Protocol starting tomorrow. 
So yeah. there's a trailer as well we can watch too. Uh, Dustin Bailey of PCGamesAnd.com. Rainbow Six Siege is headed to the future and getting soaked in retro sci-fi neon this month. As part of the new Mute Protocol event, running for a limited time in August, the Rainbow Six Siege Mute Protocol release date is set for August 4th, and the event will continue through August 17th. The new game mode takes place on Reskin Tower Map as a team of defenders tries to keep a team of attackers from hacking a server. Attackers have to secure two areas and can swap back and forth between operator and drone forms. Defenders, meanwhile, can teleport around the map by disguising themselves into indestructible cameras. Um, so yeah, I have the trailer here. I want to check yeah, this at the same time. I haven't seen this. Um, uh, I just seen a, yeah, screenshots or whatever. So let me know when you're ready. I will hit the play button at the very beginning. All right. On go three, two, one, go. Ammo. Yeah. Some of the images showed off were just this really cool sci-fi kind of, uh, aesthetic. So I'm not sure if the structability is in there or what the deal is. It'd be weird if it wasn't. Um, yeah. Defense units activated. Attackers are Man, a lot of work went into this. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> that is so much art. Yeah. They're gonna it's have very, to make... uh... Go ahead. Very, very Blood Dragon kind of vibes something from this. Yeah, it looks like the destructibility on that wall is there. Uh, oh, you're right. Well, just like you have to do this for every single character, and there's a bunch of characters, uh, different guns. That's so much work. Probably changing up their effects. Mm. Wow. And it looks like, is this a free add-on? So as long as you have the game, it basically you can you can play this, what it looks like? Ooh. I would, I would hope so. I think when they did like they did a little co-op mission once, and I think that was free. Um, mm. So I would be curious to know. That's for that's for darn sure. Yeah, no, it's dope. You're right that there's a lot of work that they had to do to get this out, and so um, awesome. Oh, what I initially thought was when they showed off uh, just a screenshot of this, I, I thought, oh, we're getting some new. Um, footage or announcement of like the next the next entry in this franchise but it's just it's an update but uh, i'm also anxious to see what they do with that with that next one i forget what it's called but that next entry that they've teased yeah 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 we we got nothing on that i mean i know they mm. said they were going to do another press conference yes uh and they haven't yet uh but yeah it just feels a little weird not having news on that Right, right. But yeah, this looks cool. I, I have yet to actually play Rainbow Six Siege, so um, it just seems a bit daunting because there's a whole or a whole huge community that's already there, and I'm just gonna get to demolish. Yeah. But but this seems cool. That that is sort of the problem at this point. That community is way, 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 way too good at that game. Uh, they will see one pixel uh, that is your head that looks different enough. Right. Uh, from the wall to know it's you, and they will they will shoot that pixel until you drop. Um, so I don't know. Watching 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 streamers play it, everyone's so good. It just looks like they're all cheating. Um, mm. So it is. If you don't like sweaty tryhards, never play. Siege. <laughs> Under no circumstances, play siege. Yeah, nope. I think I'm in that boat. So I'm gonna. Be very cautious jumping in there, but uh, yeah, thought it was neat, and I was glad they got to 
they got to do that. So it's we'll end on our last one here. We got some. This is just a random one from the internet, but this was blown up last week. Uh, Gabe Newell prefers Xbox Series X to PS5. Uh, so this was going around the news cycle uh, from VG247. Sheriff Saeed has the article. If you had to choose, the head of Valve would go for the Xbox Series X over the PS5. Valve co-founder Gabe Newell, Gabe Newell has been stuck in New Zealand since the coronavirus outbreak. When the team wrapped up in the Half-Life, Alex Newell went to went on a break in the country. Shortly afterwards, the virus hit, and Newell found himself essentially stuck there since March. Newell has been guesting on national TV to promote a concert he's been putting on in New Zealand for free with help of his friends, with the help of his friends as a way to thank the country for hosting them. His latest appearance was on the project, and you can bet show presenters wanted his take on the impending next-gen console fight between Sony and Microsoft. Asked directly which of the two consoles, PS5 or Xbox Series X, he considers the better one. Newell went on with uh, Newell went with Xbox without hesitation. Uh, why? Asked the host. Because it's better, replied Newell. I don't have a stake in that race, he clarified. Obviously, we do most of our development on personal computers, but of the two, I would definitely go with Xbox. Um, any clout uh, for the God gave Newell to come down and actually give uh, his take on this? I mean, when he says no horse in that race, I mean, he did technically, and by technically, I mean, actually used to work at Microsoft. Um, And that was sort of his point he was trying to prove, I guess, if my understanding was correct, when he was working at Valve, is he wanted to make games on a PC that would run as awesome as they did uh, on a dedicated console. So maybe not. But uh, <laughs> yeah, at this point, he really has no horse in this race. Um, yeah, I'd be curious to know. Maybe maybe they're gonna have support for the uh, the index, um, or maybe he just literally likes the specs better. It it, it is kind of crazy. Like it's weird because he's he's not really in the public eye much. He is a very smart guy. Um, oh yeah. So he probably has a good reason for that opinion. I wish he'd shared that. Um, but he may not be able to say. Um, yeah, he's a PC gamer at the end of the day. He's got a good relationship with Microsoft. Obviously, they're putting their games on Steam now, which they don't have yeah. to be. So maybe in that case, maybe he also has a horse in this race because, yeah, that's more money he's making. Um, I'm assuming they don't have a crazy deal, which I'm sure they have some sort of crazy deal uh, to help out Microsoft. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's going to naturally have that slant coming from the PC world. But also, yeah, you mentioned they have a really good relationship now with Microsoft releasing on Steam now a lot of their games. So it kind of has that. Is there that spin on it as well? But also, he's so rich. I feel like he would just say exactly what he feels. It would not have to worry about any repercussions. He just, when you have that much money, you just can do whatever the fuck you want. So I think he would say uh, he wouldn't allow anything to like twist his words. So I think he's just naturally. But also the Xbox, you know, it's more of a PC platform it's very close to a pc so i think that's also why he finds more interest in that because it's not as much of a closed system i guess as the ps5 with their like you know proprietary special ssd blah 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 i think he's just more interested in the how similar the series x is to the whole pc world right there is uh before we go there's one game i'd like to bring up uh that is Mm -hmm. now free steam uh and i will be downloading as soon as this ends um, it's called Frog Fractions, which has been around for forever. It is a cult. It has a huge cult following. Uh, mm. Frog Fractions Game of the Decade Edition. Um, <laughs> you know, you pull it up. Okay. It look like a hot garbage children's game. Um, but from basically what everyone who's ever played it said is you just need to go in blind, look up nothing on this and play through this game. Uh, apparently, there's nothing like it out there. Um, mm. So 
frog fractions. I'm I'm guessing there's going to be sort of like it's going to I'm guessing it's going to turn into something weird and it just has this kind of cutesy look to it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be checking out. Uh, I recommend you check it out as well. It's free. Uh, Game of the Decade <laughs> Edition. Frog Fraction. <laughs> now, um, is it a you mentioned a cool classic? Is it an older game and it's uh, like it's been known for a while or it's kind of just has that style to it? I'd be curious if it even came out this decade. Um, hmm fractions release date it sort of reminds me not the same thing but that uh creator of rick and morty did a video game i think the first video game from his studio was like uh it's like a tax simulator kind of thing but it wasn't that at all it was just really fucking weird but it had this very normal kind of just bland name to it but it was like Something about taxes or calculus or whatever, but it was uh, just like off the rails story wise. Oh, like job simulator, minimum wage simulator, or something. It was like something that. like that, but something with taxes or <laughs> some kind of math component. But uh, yeah, but I just thought of that when you mentioned this. Um, I'm watching footage. Uh, it looks insane. It looks like going blind. Okay, okay. I thought you wanted me to look at footage of this. I told you not to. <laughs> okay, it already doesn't make any sense. So I'm still. Oh. I might as well be blind watching this. It's like Death Stranding. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. This will be this will be interesting to catch. And it's up free, on. you said. It's free, and it came out in 2012. So maybe it can uh, hold on to that game of the, <laughs> that the title. Decade. I think yeah, it's, it's the end of the decade. Uh, we definitely need to pick one for. Uh, yeah, that could be a whole. Yep. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like right now, at the top of my head, all I can think of is. Uh, uh, Outer Wilds, but that's also so fresh. I mean, you think 2010? God, that was so long ago. That's insane. Right, and a lot of games have released um, since then. I think I just um, dropped out of college at that point. Like, oh, that makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> so, like in the 2010, the actual year, we had the original Red Dead came out, Bioshock Two, uh, Limbo, New Vegas, uh, now, Halo Reach. That's just- 2010, though. Just to say, when you mean the original Red Dead, you don't mean the original Red Dead. You mean Red Dead Revolution. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be that guy, well, I'll push it uh, up higher. I meant Red Dead Redemption is what I meant. Right, not not the Red Dead <laughs> Revolver. Uh, yes, which is supposedly terrible. But uh... <laughs> yeah, Gavin, I didn't mean that one. I meant Red Dead Redemption. Okay, <laughs> no one fucking thought you meant that one. <laughs> we all yeah, like successfully forgot that game existed, and we were happy. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, already from that year, then of course it just you know compiles beyond that. But so that's like the end-ish era of the of the last gen, the 360 PS3 era. There's a couple of more years, but then from then on, we have the entire you know Xbox One, PS4 era too. So there's a ton of games for the decade that you could throw in there. God of War three, 2010, Heavy Rain. Uh, yeah, I feel like that wasn't a, even like the end of that decade. I feel like that was solidly in that halfway through that generation yeah yeah that that's very true um Oof. yeah it's i guess nothing like calls out to me as far as the one of the best or game experiences that sticks with me one for some reason that does ring a bell as a as a contender would be celeste i really fucking loved my time with celeste sure, but, sure. Um, but that would be like more top five of the decade for me um that just like really stuck out and um yeah i mean there's a bunch you know sunk a bunch of time into so many playstation games i mean it's it's been a hell of a 10 years for sure yeah i mean i'd have to throw up breath of the wild there for sure probably one of my favorite zelda games of all time 
Uh, yes. Oof. So much, so much stuff. Uh, like, was that in the period? Like, I, th- I feel like Fallout 3 probably came out during that. That was like 2008 ish. 2000. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Because New, okay. New Vegas was 2010, and that was for sure before New, New Vegas. So, yeah, at least a year or two before that. So, getting into that decade. But, um, or like Minecraft was 2009. That Minecraft is huge. I don't know how yeah, many know. hundreds of hours I put into Minecraft. And that would have to be within that, that, that conversation of best of the decade. I guess the question is like, when do you count Minecraft as really launched? When do you That's count true. the start of Minecraft? Right. Um, wow. And I'm not sure. Huh. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 5 was 2013. Yeah, there's a ton for the decade. I mean, yeah, it'd have to be. Uh, you can almost, and I've seen other uh, people do this, creating like a, a March Madness bracket and having them kind of go toe-to-toe and then finding what is the best game of the decade or of the console generation, that kind of thing. I don't think there's a better way to do it than that. Right. Like you really need to have some tough one-on-one decisions, whittle it down and then maybe go back through and kind of change your rankings a little bit in there. Cause some of those are unfair and people are going to get knocked out early when they shouldn't. Um, or, or really do some sort of round Robin style tournament. That would be the best way. That way you can get an accurate ranking system. It just takes forever to do. Mm, um, yeah. Oof. That's anyway, that's that's for another day. But uh <laughs> but that's a great idea. Yeah, it'd be cool to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. But do you have anything for this week? Uh no. Well, you know what? I'm waiting by the door. I'm gonna go do that right now, wait for my, my VR unit to arrive, even though it's tomorrow. Okay. I'm still gonna just wait. Are you, are you now paying attention to your uh your ring again on your door? Yeah. <laughs> Every slide, anybody that walks by, I'm like, are you the UPS guy? Where's my VR thing? Um, <laughs> where is it? I'm digging in their pockets. Um, so yeah, I can't wait this week. Uh, if everything works fine, then I'll be able to try it out and spend the week playing Alex. And so I can't fucking wait. There you go, buddy. That's and I'll be... have uh, Megan record me looking like a complete uh, dumbass just doing the <laughs> reaching out to the walls and stuff. Now, does the quest have motion thingies? It does. It has the handles that come with it. It doesn't. You do need a link to your actual PC so you can run a lot of these games that sure. are uh, hardware extensive. Uh, you know, like you actually need a PC. But I have that. It's like a USB C cable. It's, it was twenty bucks. Not not a huge <laughs> thing. So that plugs in is like twenty feet long. So I can and it is fully wireless beyond that. So beyond that wire, you can move around. I guess you charge it separately too. Um, so, but it's a whole world now that I have to jump into and learn all the details of. Right. Yeah. That's gonna be fascinating transition can't wait wait. (laughs) that's all i need in my life and now finally that hole will be filled and i will be happy and now and now just the amount of vr porn options is (laughs) absolutely astounding Uh, i might have to just call in sick for the next uh year or something i don't know how am i going to survive come out of this Uh, i don't know it's gonna be tough just gonna call in dead for a while uh, <laughs> yeah. can't, can't boss. dead dead right now and uh <laughs> it's uh it's, i got a pretty pretty serious case of the deads um yep they came and i got it <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah yeah gavin will end it there where can i find you online uh you can find me on twitter at drug devs awesome you can find us on twitter as well at plastic heart pod and then email us at uh PlasticHPod at gmail.com. All right, that's it for us this week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.